AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Yes, welcome to another edition of uh, the Bootleg Head Podcast, episode number 25. Wow, 25 episodes in. We launched this podcast at the end of June, um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, no, fortunately, we're at episode 25, and everything's been very successful. So, you know, shit's going good, man. Thank you to everybody. For all the positive feedback and the negative feedback, you know, the funniest thing I saw on YouTube was uh, someone said that I had horrible posture on a YouTube comment, um, and I got to fix that. I don't want to have bad posture, bruh. I really don't want that to happen. Um, so, been looking at all the feedback, though, getting a lot of positive feedback besides this white motherfucker don't know rap music. That seems to be the commonality. Uh, amongst most of the comments But with that being said Go fuck yourself I know plenty more about hip hop Than you'll ever fucking know in your life uh, Anyway Today's a crazy day The election uh, Recording this the morning of uh, November 3rd And no matter where you fall on the political spectrum It's safe to say that this election Is gonna be like none we've ever seen in our entire life So uh, Fuck Donald Trump And let's see what happens tonight Um we got a dope episode today. J.R. Ryder, who was um, a part of like the new Dipset crew that, you know, when, when Dipset introduced like Hell Rel and 40 Cal and J.R. Ryder, there was a real dope energy about those three dudes, um, specifically Hell Rel and J.R. Ryder. It kind of felt like they were going to take the Dipset flag and run with it for like another 10 years. Unfortunately, that's not really what transpired. Um, as we all know, there was plenty of, uh, dipset family issues and, uh, the gang broke up. GR Ryder went to jail. Um, 
but he's a, a incredible dude, man, incredible artist, uh, incredible MC. Um, and uh, I was just like, you know what? He was just going to come up here and freestyle. And I was like, nah, fuck that, man. Let's do an interview, bro, because I think we could have a dope conversation. I've talked to JR in the past, and we had a dope conversation. Um, so we do have a freestyle with JR Ryder coming out on Friday. And if you guys have been paying attention, we started a freestyle um, segment for the podcast, for the YouTube that's going to be once a week. Um, so if you, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll notice once a week we have uh, a new freestyle coming out. You know, we did Benny the Butcher and Heem from BSF. We did Simba last week. This week we'll have JR Ryder. Um, and yeah, uh, just trying to just crank out as much dope content as possible. Also going to be doing more episodes of the podcast that, um, you know, when we first started the podcast, we were doing... I was doing more, I did a couple of episodes, rather, where I was just talking to my boy about shit, right? Like, ranking albums and just kind of, not necessarily interviews, so I'm going to um, start doing more of that. And we're going to start doing some live stream stuff on on Twitch, on YouTube, um, so I'm excited to start doing that. We're just, we're just really trying to expand uh, everything we're doing with the podcast and, and do it as, as big as we possibly can. So shout out to everybody who's locked in. 25 episodes in. Much love to you. Salute to our sponsors for always showing us love, man. Our presenting sponsor, Odd Socks. Listen, I got Odd Socks on right now. I actually have a pair of uh, NWO Wolfpack, the red joints on at the moment. Um, But, yo, you got to get you some Odd Socks. They're so comfortable. They're fly. Really, whatever you're into, they got a pair of socks for it. Um, Go to oddsocksofficial.com. And then when you check out, use the keyword bootleg Kev and you'll save 20% off. Now that's, it, you know, Christmas is coming up, right? So I'm sure they're going to have a crazy Black Friday sale too. So go get you some socks. Um, licenses, Breaking Bad socks, fire. WWE, obviously, you know, I'm banging that all day. Pimp C, ODB, Mike Tyson, all the movies, Scarface, Godfather. I mean, it goes on and on. Go get you some Odd Socks, oddsocksofficial.com, keyword bootleg Kev. Also, shout out to our other sponsor, Vaping. Um, if you're a smoker, a toker, a straight west coaster, you might enjoy some vaping products. If you're in Arizona, they have a dispensary. It's called Herbal Wellness Center. It's on 35th Avenue in Indian School. It's somewhere on Indian School, uh, somewhere over there on the west side, somewhere by Pantera's or Essex, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, but you can go to vapingcbd.com and enjoy some CBD products. Or vapingmerch.com and use the keyword bootleg Kev. Get 20% off. Appreciate you supporting those who support us. Let's get into this podcast. JR Ryder, episode 25. Let's go. Ended up on TV with his wife. It like hurt my whole entire soul, dog. (laughs) I'm such a big Dipset fan. I was like, damn I mean, I'm not saying that Jim Jones hasn't obviously. No, it's a fact because that's what they said about uh, social media, how it kind of like ruins the the mystery behind the artist, the aura. It's like, oh, he's yeah. posting well, about you everything. Know, when, we was, when we was coming up, it was like, I just got what I got, all the mixtape and whatever was in the double XL. Yeah. And if you happen to see somebody, you see them. But, and you and know what whatever mean? interview they did on Rap City. Yeah, that exactly. That's all you saw. Exactly. Or magazine, double XL, yeah. one of those. But now it's like. Now it's like, everyone's yeah. Everyone's so transparent. And they want, yeah, they want you to be transparent. Honestly, that's the only way niggas fuck with you. Yeah, are you ready? All right, yo, Bootleg Kev Podcast, 
We have got the writer of writers. Yeah. JR yeah. Writer is here, ladies and gentlemen. Kev, thanks for having me back. What All up? Good, man. Welcome, welcome. What's your first time on the Bootleg Kev podcast? Yeah. We had yeah. you at Real 92.3 before. Yeah, shouts to DJ Head. You know, Shout out to DJ Head. The COVID has shut down the radio station. Yeah, it's quiet. So we're here at my studio. Um, well, how you been, man? I've been good, man. Just working. So give, give us like a, a rundown of everything you got going on right now. Um, I'm dropping an album October 30th. I would call it an EP because my album coming after like a few of those. But I'm dropping on October 30th, this Friday. This Friday. It's called I Really Rap 2. Shout outs to uh, 38 Special. Shout outs to Royster 59. Shout outs to Davey. Shout outs to Fred Money. And shout outs to all the producers on there that produce Fire Top to Bottom. You know I don't play, man. You when and I Royce? Take, I take this serious. So you here. got Royce yeah. on there? Yeah, me and Royce. It's serious. Ooh. I didn't even want to leak it. I just want people to hear it when it drops. When, when the project drops. Facts. Um. Now, uh, obviously, most people know you from your Dipset ties. I want to kind of go back before that. Kind of give me your history of how you got into music, man. Like, where, like, like, at what year did you start taking this shit serious? Obviously, there was there there was a JR writer before you started working with Dipset. Yeah, hell yeah, I was eleven when I first started. Um, I was influenced by like Wu Tang, Snoop Dogg, um, Tupac, Big, Big Pun, Big L. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I started rapping as a, at 11, 12, 13, you know, running the streets, battling, getting my making a name for myself. And then somebody at 16, somebody intro, introduced me to Killer in Harlem one day. So, yeah. And then history from there. So from 16 on, you was just Cam locked in with you? From 16 and on. Yeah, that's a fact. Damn. Showing me the ropes, you know. I was like, I was like a sponge around Jewels, around Cam, around Jim. Just, you know, picking up little things from everything, business. And, to, and at what point in time? So obviously, 16 years old, you meet Cam. How long How long after that was it before you actually, you know, were officially? Well, it set? took me a minute because I had to prove myself, you know. And we was like, we from Harlem, so we always competitive. So Cam used to test me. Like, I was wild young, and it don't matter where it was at. I'll take the train there. I'll walk there. It didn't matter. I was that hungry, so... You know, he'll make sure I was on my toes. So anytime I come around, he'll be like, yo, let me hear something. It, it could be a room full of people just chill. We could be at a bar. Right. Let me hear something. And if it sound like something I spit or right, nah, I heard that. Let me hear something else. Oh, you falling off? Oh, I know you ain't slacking. Right, right, so right. So right. I, never, I never wanted that reaction from anybody. So I always stayed on my toes and I always proved myself. Like they didn't have to come to me. Like, I hear is a video shoot. I pull up to the video shoot with my mixtape done. Like, yo, yo, Cam, I'm look, just, I'm done. here, I'm ready, I'm ready to Yo, work. I just need you to host it. I'm going to put it out. What year What year was, uh? okay, I don't know how old you are, but when you're 16 and you first 35. Meet, so when, you, when you're 16, you first meet Cam, this is around what the, which era is this? Two, this is after 2000s. SDE. This is after, yeah, this is around the time I met him. Uh, right when Jewel's got signed, Jim didn't even have a deal yet. So was this around "Take Me Home"? No, "Come Home." Come take home, me home, take me home. I'm tripping. That's like a Drake song. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you could. Have, we just, I just had this this huge Drake argument all day today on the internet, and I was just listening to Drake's album in my car. Drake I, Ill. He's he's all right. That's what the argument was about. Um, but no, "Come Home with Me." Um, I feel like was like Cam's like coming out party. Uh, you know. His first project with Rockefeller, mm-hmm. and I feel like that kicked off the real like. Obviously, Dipset was doing their thing with the mixtapes, but I feel like that really kicked off the wave of like, 
the movement where it, f- it was felt nationwide. Like, oh yeah, like Dipset was something that wasn't just like New York secret. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. Like, I don't know if Cam planned it, or I, I really think it probably happened naturally. But he has that confidence. Like all of us from Harlem has that confidence, where it's like. This is this what we gonna do, B. We gonna put out this. We gonna we was like the first Dipset. Honestly, was like the first rap group to put out street mixtapes without DJs, like For a sure. DJ. Because usually you could, like K-Slay. you could debate G. You could debate G. Unit. You could debate because they we came out. Same yeah, but they time. still had like when you say without a DJ, like obviously they had Who Kid and I think Who Kid was was host, a DJ was hosting a most fact. of their tapes. That's a fact. No, but K Slay hosted K- I was. I was gonna say K Slay hosted the dipset shit. Yeah. Um, so were you, you were around during you might not have been official yet, but you were around like the diplomatic community wave, like, like Yeah, I was supposed to be on the first album, but the song me, Kim and Mc, Mc, her McGruff from Harlem, shouts to him, we had didn't get cleared. So mm. little things like that I felt like God put in my in my path, in my way, for me to go harder from haters to little things little obstacles like that to where it's like not easy for me. So I can always stay on my toes and always focus. But like you even was around that, during that time. No, I was around. I was Which around. Which is crazy. When, That's when, like, yo, tell me about those times, man. Cause I just remember vividly as a kid buying the double XL where everybody was in there with the Tims. And that was like when I first saw, like I really got to kind of like figure out who Jim Jones was yeah, it's like I, I forget everybody had jerseys on in the X double XL throwback jerseys. Yeah, Mitchell and the colorful Tims and shit. Like right. I remember that shit vividly. Like the airbrush Tims yep, and all yep, that. Yep, yep. But like, what was it like being around that energy? Because we look at it now, and it's like we miss that in hip hop. You know, I think um, Dipset is so nostalgic to so many people. Um, to me, you know, specifically, I remember, you know, just like that whole era, just just uh, just the feeling that it brought to the game. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's missing, but you were there for it. Like, did yeah. you realize like how special this shit was at the time? Because yeah. at the time it wasn't like Dipset was like the commercially the biggest shit. But it, it was like in this it was like culturally so big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Cam had hit records. Joel's had hit records. But I mean, like, like culturally, they meant so much at that time. You, did you know like what you were part of at that time when you were like a kid? The reason I even got down with Kim and hollered at somebody to get me to him is because he, him and Jim and, and Jewel's already had that wave already where it was just a hood wave where it's like everybody knew. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure other places knew about Jewel's in the beginning or whatever off Cam SDE album. Great album. But, um, but uh, like uh, uh, the mixtapes and... and, and those albums or whatever had them as her legends already. Right, so right. me just, you know what I mean, getting down with them at that time was like a dream come true. It's like, yo, that's like somebody being from Brooklyn getting signed with Jay-Z or somebody being from L.A. Sure. and getting down with Snoop Dogg, Dog Pound. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, it was magical. It's like, you know what I mean? Because it's like I would come in and, you know, they swag is just like, well, I was swag because I was there, but I'm just saying I'm looking from the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was just, it was dope. It was dope. You know what I'm saying? Just from the fashion to the, from, to the touring, to the radio freestyles, uh, uh, everything. From when we was at the bottom to where we at the top, everything. I, the whole, the whole uh, uh, 
run we had was was just epic. It's dope. Do you remember how old you were when you officially finally got 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 your name on the on the contract with with Cam? I was eighteen years old. I remember because uh, we was on a tour bus and I was waiting for the because we was on a tour for uh, Diplomatic Immunity too. Yep. And I wanted to. Uh, I, oh, matter of fact, Cam wanted me. Cam, like, yo, I wanted the tour to be over, matter of fact. I'm like, damn, I want to get back and pick up my check because I had just signed or whatever. And Cam, like, nah, B, you ain't picking up the check until y'all drink a whole box of scissor. We celebrating. Oh, when you had the drink. It was like 100 <laughs> nips. I remember that. One. I it remember was, his drink, yeah. They was just like dumb hot, but I ain't going to hold you. I was happy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I ain't care. I'm like, I'm going to drink at least half a box and tell him I'm sick. But um, yeah, you know that was that was just, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? As soon as we got back, I signed. I remember that was my last time I took the train, and somebody talked my ear off to death. Like, yeah, what you doing on the train? Don't worry, this will be the last time. Yo, how I never got to try scissor. How, was it good? Yeah, no, nah, it was good. Was it, it was good. It, I mean, it's just different. It was. It's, it's just, what yeah. was it? Because I just remember seeing the ads <laughs> and the, like like the source and shit. Like um, I wasn't old enough to fucking drink. Obviously, it was. It had the flavor like a. Uh, like a um, not ninety nine. Like uh, hypnotic, hypnotic. Hypn- hypnotic. I'm about to say purple, purple. Yeah, hypnotic. like a purple hypnotic. You know what I mean? Type of taste. No I miss that but. whole wave in life. I've never even drank hypnotic, and I'd like to consider myself a mild alcoholic now. But that, but that's how. You, yeah, but then nah, you were drinking Incredible Hulks. <laughs> but anyway, but oh, okay, okay, okay. But look, um, miss that whole wave in life. That's how you know. The, the the just the aura, our aura, how crazy it was because Jim had that idea and you know when an artist says, Yo, I'm gonna come out with my own liquor and all that, it doesn't matter where he at at his in his career, it's dope, it's salutable, right. but we care about your music more than the side things that you coming out with. But every when we came out with that, everyone ran with it. That bottle was like a rose bottle in the hood. Everywhere we went. It was just, it was just fire. I mean, just to, you know, we was that influential. I mean, when I toured the world, that's when I really realized how big Dipset was. Going to Japan, Switzerland, Sweden, you know, all those places. Yo, I can only imagine. On that. my own at that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, fast forward year and a half or two ago. When did when did you when did you guys drop your your, your project? You the know? Upstage. How long ago was that? That was like last year or the year. Two thousand eighteen. So yeah, so about two years ago. Was you guys dropped it the same day as Dipset dropped their shit? Mm-hmm. The same day as Diplomatic Community. And then I remember <laughs> hitting play on it, and I was on the intro. <laughs> you, yeah. you guys used like a question I asked Jim in an interview, like as the intro, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh!" And that's what I think when that I was hit fire. you, yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, fam." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said thanks for the shout out. That's why I'm like, you know what? Let me hit him. Nah, but uh, I think that there's like, what's your relationship like with? everybody in the crew now because i feel like that kind of felt like there might be some some you know obviously you guys dropped the no like the record no reunions like Mm -hmm. is there any static it's just a bunch of us and we're not always on the same page you know what i'm saying so you know it's all love it's not it wasn't like on some i i'm gonna put out the album and as a diss you know what i'm saying or as a response it's like okay i hear that they putting out an album Let's do our own version since we can't do our i ain't get no phone call but i'm not gonna lie a week before I was releasing, Jewels had called me, you know what I'm saying, to get on the album. But this is before he was locked up, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, shout out to Jewels. He just came home. Yeah, he did. Shout out to him. But um, it wasn't. Yeah, it it wasn't no static. But as far as now, um, yeah, I got no problems with nobody. I spoke to I spoke to Jim. I speak to Jewels. You know what I mean? Here and it there. It seems like Cam is the one who consistently. Cam is the one that messed everything up. Nah, fuck with you. Nah. <laughs> no, but it just seems nah, like nah, he's nah. The, he, he. It feels like he's the guy who's like. I feel like Jim and Jewels are always cool. I feel like it's always like a Cam thing. At least from the outside looking in as a fan, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cam is Cam is Cam. You know what I'm saying? He's he's gonna move on his own time. So, it is what it is. Do you, you know? do Do you know how he felt about you guys doing that? About doing the project? Yeah. No, nah, I don't. I don't know. I, I heard from from somebody that he probably mad at me, but you know, so have you talked you know, to him to since then? Um, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. But shouts to Cam. You know what I'm saying? He's doing business with my guy Ryan. We got a whole CBD uh company coming out or whatever. Uh, called Legends of Hemp. Where we doing. You know, lines with different legends or whatever. You know, check out that. It's coming yeah. soon. Do Do you find it um, a gift and a curse being a social? Like, obviously, w- being a part of Dipset and the allure and the history, there's always uh, a built-in fan base for that. Like, it's almost like you know, fan base bias. Like, as soon as like you like somebody finds out your Dipset. Like right now with TDE, so if TDE signs somebody, they got crazy fans that are just going to fuck with that artist no matter what. Uh-huh. Is that a gift and a curse to kind of like always carry the dip set like with you? Like, like, is it? It's a gift and a curse because it's like sometimes a person might not know how to answer a certain question at a certain moment. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's a bunch of us. You know what I'm saying? Plus... That name is attached, so anywhere I go, whether I do an interview next week, them questions is gonna come up. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't think it's a it's a curse at all. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a curse. Um, because I, I helped build that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's a curse. Yeah, we talk about Harlem, and Harlem's got such a crazy history. I remember the first time I ever went to New York, the first like one of the only things that I cared to do was go to Harlem and take a picture in front of the a Big L mural. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we was just out there. I had the Ferrari out there shooting my video. Yeah, me, me and my months. baby mama at the time, I, we took the train. And I was like, look, I just need to get this one picture. That's like, dope. You know what I'm saying? That we That's went, crazy. We went and ate at, uh, what's the soul food spot there? The big popular soul food place. Oh, uh, you talking about Ruth Chris? You talking about oh, uh, no, soul food spot? Oh, um, not Ruth Amy Chris. Roos. Amy Ruth's, my bad. Yeah, what? It, oh, Sylvia's. Sylvia's. I went to Sylvia's. Yep, yep. Fred is more outside than me. I'm in the studio all day. He said, I'm in. Yeah, Fred, that's him. That's I'm outside, yo, Jay. You got to come outside. Yeah, so, like, I, you've obviously been putting in work, but, like, with, with, with the new project, Davey's somebody also who, you know, is is one of the greats out of the, out of, out of the city right now. Right. Um, Shout out to Davey. Is it like you you mentioned that there's gonna be an album? How how do you separate what's on the EP, what's on the album? Like, do you tuck certain shit? Like, this is the album shit. So yeah, because I with with albums, we have I got songs that are like they sound like album cuts with my EPs or my mixtapes or my street albums or whatever you want to label them. As long as they not it's not called the album, it's more of a like a I'm I'm proving myself. I still got it. I'm still better than everybody. This is how I'm coming. So you know what time it is when this album is dropping. See, the album, you'll have some of that, but you'll have more of a mixture of concepts and real songs laid out with hooks and, right, 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 right. you know what I mean, a few skits. This is to get warmed up again. I haven't put nothing out in two years. so you That's know crazy I mean? to think. How, how, how big of a wrench was you, you going to jail, man, do you think, in your momentum? Because I felt like you had so much momentum 
Yeah. It was a good. That's a gift and a curse, honestly, because the curse is taking me away from my family, taking my freedom away, obviously, and taking my career away for the moment. What about the gift part? The gift is uh, snapping me out of it and keeping me focused and waking me up. It just made me aware. It got me back into books and really has me f- more focused. Like you see, how long was your bid? Two years. I mean, yeah, that's that's a lifetime in hip hop. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. I mean, if I wasn't. I mean, you look around, all the top, top rappers of what? How old are they? My yeah. age. Yeah. So no, that- dude, bro. <laughs> I just had this conversation with Benny. Like, Benny's old. Like, not old. Damn. Nah, Benny But Benny's old. like an older, like, you know, we look like generic hip-hop fans look at Griselda as these new artists. Because he came these, out like, what, 04, right? No, but right? these guys have been grinding. For a minute. Like, these guys are my age. Like, yo, like, these guys aren't new rappers. They, you're just hearing of them now, but these are grown-ass men. Man. And you know what I wanted to ask, Benny? I wanted to see, because I back in the day, I always heard the name Black Sopranos. So I wanted to know if they always, if he always went with that with that He's, name. I think that that's been around for a while, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Gris- and then even Griselda didn't become Griselda officially until, I think, like, 2016. It was, uh, I forget what Westside Gun had, what the name of his label was prior to that. But yeah, the Buffalo shit. Yeah, they got it on Smash. They I ain't do, hold you. How inspiring is that to see like bars, the shit it's you fire. do? It's fire. It gets Thriving. me. It gets me. It gets me like jealous, but not in a bad way. Right, right, right. And it gets me motivated. But that's what that's what the two the the two thousands used to do for me, like the Fabs, mm-hmm. Kiss albums, Lloyd Banks freestyles, like. All of those freestyles and dudes that was really lyrical from Stack Bundles to everybody Stack that was, was that guy. was really rapping. Yeah. It's like they they kept me on my toes for one. For two, they motivated me. When it's like it's like I'm I'm hating and I'm motivated at the same time. It's like, oh, he killed that. I gotta go crazy the next time I go up there. I gotta go crazy on the next freestyle I do. You know what I'm saying? Because uh now though, I mean, well, before Griselda. And after the 2000s, obviously, it just was drop, man. It's like, yeah, you know, if you were paying attention there, it wasn't like if you were like a super, you know, underground head. But like definitely on the on the forefront, well, yeah. of the shit is it's, I always say like the dark years are like 2017 through 2019 when the SoundCloud shit really took over. It was bad, man. There was like but even when I came, the I little pump, the I little pump on. era. Yeah, that that era. That like, shit was. I, I mean, it's still I, going on. Too. Nah, that, I think that shit's finally dying out, man. I really do. Like, I think all that antics shit, all that shit, like, perfect. It's example. fading out. The six nine shit. Everybody, it was like a fucking car crash. Nobody could look away. Mm-hmm. But then when the music came out, no one cared. Like, yeah, I think it was more about let's see what's gonna happen. It's next. The antics. Yeah, like. All you know, his story's insane. Like whenever they make his movie, like I'm gonna watch it because it's a crazy story. Like if someone just told you that, mm-hmm. and like without knowing who he was or having any sort of personal feelings to it, you'd be like, "Nah, that's crazy, fam. No, Come on, that. like let like that's a movie you'd, you'd watch because like the shit is it's a crazy story." But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think that that whole wave of like people being known more for the bullshit they pop on the, the internet clout. than their music. I think COVID low key kind of helped too because people aren't standing on couches and clubs right now. They're like, that's cons- a fact. They're consuming music in their headphones. You got to rap in their cars. Yeah, you got to rap. And that's I think it's it's helping bring a lot of the dope shit to the 
to the life. Yeah. That's a fact. 100%. Because if you look the week that Benny the Butcher, Black Dog, T.I. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is thriving Freddie right Gibbs, now. Freddie like, Gibbs, Conway. Tons of dope shit is, is thriving. My guy, 38 Special. He, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, 38 Special is crazy. And he's been nice. You yeah, know yeah, 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 for sure. He's crazy. I need to get him up here. Yeah. Yeah, him and Benny's project was crazy a couple years ago. But yeah, I think like, uh, you know, with you, I think it's like, it's, it's like you said, like it was a gift and a curse that you, you know, went away. And so how different was the, f- like f- the dynamic of the crew from when you went in to when you got out? When I went in, it was already, it was still like was it fractured. Yeah. It was, it was like everybody doing their own thing. I mean, it was like that before, but we moved as a unit. I think fame and money, it just made like our circle crowded because now once we all pop, now we all got our entourages and now it's not just us. It's all of us. It's like this entourage, that entourage, that entourage. So I don't know. I just think maybe it complicated things, but it's all love. It's not like I think if Cam was to pick up the phone and call anybody, he can make a dip server union happen anytime. No, for sure. Yeah. Nah, I think he's got that. Yo, we were just talking about how back in the day, Dipset, it was like a thing, like a signature to rhyme the same words. To rhyme the same words, yeah. I yeah. think in my heart, I think Joel started that. No, for sure. That's I, a Joel thing all day. I just was listening to, to some throwback freestyle he had, and that was the first because I studied lyrics for real, yeah. and that's the first time I seen that scheme. Where he's because like, Cam wasn't doing that on like SDE and even come home. But with Cam me. started doing that after Joel's. He did, but yeah. it didn't really matter because Joel's is his artist. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah. but. Yeah, Joel's. I think Joel started that when he said, "You think a good job's making twenty five an hour? Got cats selling twenty five twenties by the hour. Yeah, that's what he said. And I'm the one paying them twenty five an hour. Yeah, nah, twenty five for it's rock so and twenty five. Think of it powder. like if someone told you like, yo, they go ride with same shit, but it's it's it, it means something it means different something every different time. Every time it's it's like it makes it that much harder. Yeah, facts. Facts. It's almost harder to do that than rhyming it with a new word. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was just telling? I had my video shoot uh, for this song, Nothing Means Nothing, off my album, off my EP, coming out October 30th. Friday. Yeah, Friday, featuring 38 Special. Well, this is coming out Monday, so this will be out already. Dope. So the EP's out. Yeah, EP is out. Go get that. And if you're watching this, then you already know the EP crazy. And if you don't, then go listen to that. But anyway, I was just shooting a video in the Heights with my guy, 38 Special. And I was telling him, because on the verse that he spit, he rhymed for like 32 bars, but the same rhyme. Like the same, how you explain it? Like the same rhyming pattern. Like he never switched the rhyme scheme. Huh? No, the scheme like the... Yeah, like he's never... Yeah, like he just rhymed with... Not the same words. No, but the same scheme. Yeah, the same yeah. scheme. Like, it's never switched out to, to rhyme with anything else, and it was fire, straight through. I'm like, that's fire. That's impressive to keep that going, because it's so easy to just say two lines and then switch it again. And then and then a lot of these rappers, they don't rhyme multiple syllables. So to me, this don't be sounding impressive. But I know to the people, it's like, nah, that was some real shitty kick, though. Yeah, I think everybody has their own thing. I think... Uh you know, there's artists who say things ex- in an extremely simple way, but the way they say it is... The know, character, what the they stand for. Yeah. What, you know, the way they say it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I think that 
there's guys who rap really fucking fast that don't say anything, but they yeah. can do the. But what are they saying? They all flow. All, that's just all, all flow. flow. That's all and there flow. are there are people who could do both. There's people who rap like that that are fucking fire. Yeah, like M. Yeah, M. Tech Nine. Like there's some dudes mm-hmm. who could really get down, but like I think that just everybody has their own thing. Like you know, and then there's guys like Royce who are like fucking old yeah, time nice. Jedi's. Oh yeah, like Royce the Five Nine can do any fucking. His pen is elite. Oh, it's crazy. Do you like get like intimidated when you know you're like? Did you first of all? Do you know Royce is getting on the record? Like, or is yeah. it something you send to him? I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I ain't intimidated by nobody. That's I walk great. in a session with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, my god, oh. but I'm well, not. Royce is a much better rapper than Lil Wayne, for the record. It's debatable. Lil Wayne is bigger. It's debatable. I don't know, man. Royce is a fucking murderer, bro. I got to be in the studio with Royce to really, because I witnessed this man Weezy like off he's the different. Top. Off the top, record the verse and say I don't like the middle. Erase the middle and then go back in and just no, not go back in. He's still there and do it right there. After he said a race. Yeah, so you, you've you seen Wayne's creative process. What is that like? Is it no pen? Is it no, no phone? No pen. No pen. It's just he might listen to the beat a few times, chuckle, laugh a little bit, and then walk to the booth Does and he do just it. punch in as he goes? No. One shot deal. Really? And if he don't like a line or he don't like He'll the way he said. go back in and fix it. Just say, yeah, let's do that over. Do you? How do you do your thing? Because obviously you're the I writer want, of writers. One take. You know what I mean? So you don't write down anything? No, no, hell no, yeah. No, you do. Right. Okay, okay. Hell yeah, right. Well, I'm not I, trying I've to no- force myself to bust my brain to try to remember that. Well, yeah, I've noticed nowadays, like, uh, a lot of rappers, especially now with the way, like, melody-infused music has, like, kind of taken over, like, a lot of artists, they'll just go into the booth, and then they'll, like, they'll lay down, like, uh, the melody, like, and then they'll sit there oh, and nah. listen to it, and then they'll just punch in line by line. That's, like, a, that's like what... When somebody needs a ghostwriter, you I, you you let me hear the beat and you tell me like you mumble to it. This is the type of flow, flow because now you need the words. Yeah, no, I've I've seen it. It's it's actually it's a reference. It's it's like yo, they'll lay that down and then they'll sit there and smoke and listen and then they'll go in and just punch in. No, that's, but it's but that's but it's it's it's, it's still creative. It's still creative. It's still it's creative. Still dope. It's just not. It's just, I feel like it's harder to sit, be able to say what you want to say and get your point across. Without thinking about it too much, because but be but be rhyming multiple words, meaning multiple things at the same time with metaphors, punchlines, and it's just it's just you know I'm a fan of that. That's you know fair. Um, when we're talking about Harlem, who do you have as your top five Harlem MCs ever? 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 Um, Big L, Mace, Cam, um, uh, not me. Take yourself out. All right. Um, damn. I thought it was more than three from Harlem. <laughs> I think Dave East is making his way into that conversation. No, Dave East is a young legend. That's my Yo, guy, but Dave he's East still got young. got catalog, though, man. He's still young. Dave East got a lot of catalog. Yeah, Dave East is my guy. Dave East, yeah, Dave East is definitely, he definitely up there. But well, as far as my top five, I would say Big Al, Cam, Mace, do you got Jewels. A, out of respect? You put ASAP Rocky in there just because of the wave that he created. As far as maybe not lyrically, he's nah, not, not lyrically. Nah, 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 he ain't in there. ASAP Rocky is nice though. He's no, he's nice. he's, a, he's underrated. He's just a different type of rapper. He yeah. uh, he's a little bit more creative when it comes to like putting together rhymes and songs and it's dope still, but it's not that type of rap. The no, biggie, no, sure. big pun, that type of rap that I was influenced by. 
Like, oh, Cardan? Yeah, but Cardan ain't really, like, he might not even know who Cardan Bodega, is. Of course I do. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Harlem World. Okay. Uh, Bodega Bams is fire. He, I don't, he, yeah, he's probably my not in that conversation, but he's super That's my guy. Uh, he does. He definitely my deserves my shit. You know what I mean? Deserve a shot. Because he's nice. He's definitely think nice. Who else is from Harlem or not? We're not thinking of somebody, bro. Yeah, G-Dub. But he just wasn't a... What was the name of his album? Child of the Ghetto? Oh, that shit was so fire. It was so good. I mean, I think I think that one album was mentions. crazy. Didn't have to like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like he did catch a body and find himself. You know what's crazy? I was like in Poughkeepsie performing. He turned himself in. Yo, he's bro, a special before kind he of dude. turned himself in, I was in Poughkeepsie performing, he's... and and then I'm I'm on stage rapping, and I see somebody get on stage with like a big colorful bubble coat, and. I'm like, I ain't coming nobody. I can see it from my from the side right. of my eye. So I look, it's G Depp. And he's just like going crazy. But he look a little like off. So I'm like, you know, I talked to him afterwards. We we spoke. Um, you was there, friend? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember it clear. But shouts to him. He was just that was right before he turned himself in. So I knew it was something a little bit, a little bit off, but shouts to him. He's still a Harlem legend. Yeah, Mace, I feel like doesn't also get enough respect as an MC. Mace was crazy. Yeah, I nah, just Mace like, get all the props in my books. I no, I just feel like in general when we talk about like Mace had a overall. Cra- you saying he yeah, had yeah. a crazy run, man? Crazy run. Double double up was a little disappointing, but you know he was trying to get out that contract. That's how I looked at it. He was trying to get away from. There pop. was some. Sh- there was like two records on Double Up. I yeah, with, but I remember buying Double Up, and I was like, oh damn, because he was trying to match it up with that Harlem World album. Harlem. Oh yeah, that's right. The Harlem World album. They, they came out like that's really the triple platinum. They came out super. That, like, that's when he was trying. He tried to. He dropped double up to get out his, his contract with Puff. That's what he was trying to do. Mm. And he was like, pretty much, he said it like he was kind of forced to put that guy, put together that album, whatever. When you were a kid, was like when him and Cam and, and Big L uh, was that like movement like known in in Harlem? Like it was Children of the Corn, right? Yeah, but that was like, I was too young for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I once I got older, I double back and listen, but I was too young for that. People don't even realize that Mace had like an entire, you know, murder. Mace was a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, it was so crazy when Mace came back as like with the Jesus shit, and then he went back to the gangster shit with G Unit for like one mixtape. I was yeah. so confused. <laughs> I was like, "What?" But honestly, I'm at the same time. I might have been confused, but oh, I was I was hyped though. I'm like, "Okay, murder back on murder time." Okay, yeah, that didn't work out though. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work. And then he went back to the the Welcome Back album with the Brewers hat on. And then, yeah, I actually got to meet Mace. Very nice guy. Well, you have you have you ever worked with Mace? Nah, nah. Yeah, you got to bring Murder Mace back for a verse, man. I would love to do a song with Mace. Mace is a legend, man. Of course, man. Super biggest to, one of the biggest to do it from Harlem. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I I would argue peak if we're measuring peak, the biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's the only artist I know that went triple. Platinum. I'm talking at, at. I'm not talking about total run or influence on the culture, but I'm talking about like commercial success peak wise mm-hmm. for like a year. Mace. What was, about with Cam and Mace? It's it's one commercial, of them too. Commercial. Bro, I'm but I mean, Mace, Mace is fucking... Who you think had a was bigger? Oh, Mace. You think so? Oh, yeah. Why you think that? Bro, that's like... that Because he has songs with Mariah? Because Cam has songs with Mariah, too. No, I think it's, I think it's like hard... Like, 
Bro, that that like twelve month fucking run, Mace was like the guy. Well, he brought Cam in. He, he no, was, for sure. Yeah, so. No, you're right. Yeah. Confessions of Fire. I remember like fuck I fuck with that originally because Mace was on it. Mm-hmm. What was the song on that album where Cam was talking about fucking his aunt or his mom or some crazy shit? It was oh, some no. wild shit. The song was actually called nah. Confessions of Fire. Nah, you bugging. He ain't say that, though. He ain't say the he mom or the aunt. Not the mom or the aunt, no, 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 though. No, 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 no. No, there was, <laughs> nah. no, no. On you're the talking song, about, you're talking of, about when I raped that poodle and tried to turn the poodle into no, oodles and noodles. On confe- the song Confessions of Fire, he said That's some when crazy he's confessing. Shit. Hey, look up the lyrics to that to the song. That's what I'm telling fire. you. But he ain't say no, his own. There was some own. wild shit he said on there about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have said. He said. No, he, he said. said see what that does there. does. He said. I might. He was saying a bunch of off he the said wall some shit. Crazy shit. And I was yeah, like, yeah. this guy's crazy. I'm I don't know if it was. Nah, I don't think he said the mom. I mean, maybe love. not Shout that. Out. But it was. Some, it was some shit that was like off the wall like that though. <laughs> where I was like, oh, this guy camera is different. I asked him. I said, yo. I said, yo, flea. Why you um switch the style? Said, nah, you know. Niggas be trying to take my shit, man. See, Eminem rain with the whole shit. I let him have it. <laughs> but he was doing it before that. He was doing that dark shit on on Confessions of like before high kids. You want you like violence, bro? Because yeah. I remember thinking like there was the horse and carriage record, and then I bought the album, and I was like, oh no, this is some, this is some other. This shit is dark. He's yeah, he, yeah. Did you yeah. look him up, Eric. You know what's, what was dope too? Uh, 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 the joint with him and ODB. That was classic. Oh yeah. What do you what do you think is Cam's best album? His best overall album? I I'm gonna go Purple, Purple Haze, Haze or SDE. Purple Haze. I mean I'm on it. I'm a Purple Haze guy though. Purple Haze? Yeah. yeah. Fucking that killer can beat that he make his beats like the craziest beat. I don't know if that was a sample, whatever it was. Whoever did the killer come? I was like, who? Oh no, that was that was Opera Steve. Shouts to my that guy Opera Steve. Shit ever, dog. It, it the sample sounded like Killer Cam, but he came in and sung it over, and they made it as a sample, like try to alter it. So fuck my uh, fuck mom and father. Shove the dick. <laughs> he said, "I fuck my own, and I fuck my mom." Born to die, so fuck mom and father. But when my girl got sodomized, I was traumatized. Shove the dick down the throat. Okay, okay. Maybe. <laughs> I said, "Man, fuck an AIDS test." Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 don't yeah, cut that up. <laughs> Shout right, out to he ain't Cam. gonna do the deal with you now. <laughs> I fucking love Cam. I was trying to get. He was in L.A. Uh, earlier this week, and I, my boy, I was trying to get him to come through. That's like a bucket list interview for me. Who that killer? Of course. Yeah, shout out to killer. Shout out hey, to the whole set, buddy. I have your phone, sir. All good, buddy. Cameo. <laughs> Plug his CBD. Yeah, shout out to my guys, my guys Ryan, Henry, and the good guys over at Legends of, Legends of Hemp. You know what I mean? We got some. Um, some dope ideas coming, man. CBD, um, CBD's drop, CBD energy shots, CBD lines. What else? Massage oils, vape pens. We got a whole load of stuff coming. So, so, yeah. so the CBD uh, side of the game, you guys got on lock. Pretty much. Listen, you're not on the mic, buddy, so. (laughs) I tried to get him to brief me on the way, but I couldn't remember everything. But, yeah, you know. CBD is a worldwide market is what he's saying. Exactly. You know, it's not restricted like a marijuana type of thing. So you can ship worldwide and, you know, it's healthy. It's like, you know. That's fair. Are you a healthy guy? Of course. Hell yeah. I I dropped 20 pounds since the last time I came here. What did you do to lose the weight? 
I do keto and um Bro, yeah. I got on keto and lost weight and then I got off it and now I'm fat again. Well, I'll be off and on. And and I don't I don't But it works. It. it works. Yo, like you go a month strictly on keto, bro. What I did was I stopped um I did the I started doing the keto, but I, I canceled my gym membership. And I, I ordered the Nordatrack treadmill, put it in my crib, crib. bar, and Is I just the one walk that's uphill. Got the screen on it and shit? Yeah, yeah. And I just walk walk uphill for 10, 15 minutes before every meal and then work out at night. You know what I'm saying? Did you do everything from the crib? Studio well, the gyms, in the crib, the gyms too. The are canceled, right? Yeah, I, I did that. I did that right before COVID. Right before COVID hit. People are saying that uh, there's like a big exodus out of New York right now. Like people are moving and shit. Have, have you noticed like people leaving? Nah. I heard like Manhattan's got like 40,000 open apartments right now. Nah, it's a lot, bro. Really? I'm not gonna lie. Hell no, bro. Well, shit, for everyone's rent price purposes, you kind of, you know, that'd be nice, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I'll be, I'll be like thinking up. like, yo, no, everybody's not paying 5000 a month. Especially for these apartments. Like, you enter these apartments because these apartments been there for years. Even like, the hotels are fucked up. You'll be like, I just spent $600 and the hotel is the size of my closet. Yeah, no, it's nothing the like hotel LA rooms hotel. in New York are so small. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere to put your shit. Like, wait, what? What <laughs> is this? Fact. It's nothing like LA hotels. You'll rent it different. like you'll get it on Expedia, and then you'll get in, and you'll be like, "Wait, this, <laughs> this the elevator?" You see it? You got you had some old pictures up. Yeah, no, that shit crazy. Nah, yeah, because I, I, I know with, with with the COVID shit, like I, I heard that uh, just a lot of people are a lot of people are leaving California because it's so expensive. L.A. Because I love L.A. I'm not going to lie. No, I mean, it's great. I could never live in New York. I love visiting New York. But I'm a West Coast guy and just the idea. Why do you feel that? I just don't like, like, everybody's just so, everybody's loud, all, obnoxious, nah, everything nah, nah, moving nah, nah, fast. Nah, nah, nah. It's just, you go outside and it's stress. <laughs> Motherfuckers walking down the street yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got their fucking game face on. Mm -hmm. It's like out here, I could go outside and not see nobody. <laughs> No, I hear that you'll, you'll walk past and they'll say what's up to you. <laughs> yeah, but even like, it's impossible to avoid strangers in New York if you're going to have a life. In New York, yeah. To go to work, to go whatever, you have to. Out here, I can drive from point A to point B and have zero interactions with people I don't know. That's how Jersey is. New York is so like, you got to get on the train or even you got to walk to get to the, like, it's just a lot, bro. And then mm -hmm. the parking situation. Yeah, the parking is horrible. Up. You got to pay for a parking space every month. All kinds of crazy. Yeah. Traffic, traffic. Yeah, the only thing out here is that traffic, I don't know the traffic, but, but purposely. I was supposed to have been here. When I moved here, the radio station's in Burbank and Burbank's pretty expensive, but I purposely was like, I'm going to eat shit and pay more money so I never have to get on a freeway. Mm. So I right. got my studios right here in Burbank, North Hollywood area. The radio station's in Burbank. Oh, this is Burbank? This is the Burbank, North Hollywood, like, border. Okay. So if you go, like, half a mile that way, you're in Burbank. Okay. Radio station, like, five minutes from here. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to just pay more for my rent so I don't have to deal with what you said. Because that's why everybody, like, the traffic gets you f fucking stressed out thinking about that shit out here. Yeah, bro. I, I, the GPS says seven minutes. It took me 17 minutes, bro. It was traffic for no reason. Then I had to tell, when it cleared up, I told the driver, I said, yo, bro, drive. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? You know, it's definitely, I would probably rather still deal with the traffic than have to, like, deal with the people. Deal with the trains. <laughs> oh, to deal with the trains? Yeah, well, every There's time no go, trains out here? I mean, there is, but I don't think people really don't take them like that. Oh, it's not like that. It's like a Jersey Real. train. Jersey's not here. In, Jersey's Yo, one time I fell asleep 
uh, in New York. I was on the train and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> woke up in you woke, woke up, up in Canarsie. I woke up in Spanish Harlem. <laughs> oh, that wasn't that far. You, but no, I took it from like downtown. And I woke up in Spanish Harlem. It was like three in the morning, bro. I get oh. off and I come up and I'm like, "But you still good?" And three in like, the morning in Spanish Harlem, you lucky you ain't wake up in Hunts Point. In but the I was like, "Okay, damn, this is so. This is Spanish Harlem." So I'm like, try to walk around and find my entrance into the subway to get to the other way. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like real tight with Bodega Bam. So I remember hitting them and I'd be like, "Hey, bro, I'm right here. That's Am I? <laughs> I'm <over> right here because <laughs> I just woke up." Got off the train. <laughs> no, Spanish Harlem is dope. And it's cool. It's not I mean it's laid back. Yo, Harlem is a vibe, bro. I Hell just yeah. think it's like like I felt like if I, I remember every like, you know, there's a few times I talked about moving to New York and I was like, yo, if I'm gonna move to New York, I'm either live in Jersey or Harlem. Because Harlem is like still technically it's it's still technically it's like the first borough outside of like like if you're going towards like you're leaving Manhattan. It's part of Manhattan. It's part of Manhattan. It's part of Manhattan. Right? Manhattan. But yeah, it's we got Manhattan. Harlem, Washington Heights. That's all Manhattan. And Washington Heights is like... Oh, my bad. L.E.S., Manhattan, Harlem, Washington, Washington. Heights. And Washington Manhattan. Heights is like big big Spanish area, right? Yeah, Dominican. Shout out to all my Dominicanos up there. And then from there, it's the Bronx? Then it's the Bronx. Maybe a few blocks away. You could just cross a little bridge. You in the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to the X. Yeah, what do you think... Why do you think... um For people who don't... Who aren't from New York, man? Every single borough has its own flavor. It's it's very different. Like you could go to Brooklyn, and it's like you feel like you're in a whole other place. Mm-hmm. Even parts of Brooklyn now, you'd be like fucking hipster motherfuckers everywhere. And then you, you know, That's five minutes away, it's a dangerous place. Yeah. Is right. that most of New York? Is like most of New York becoming gentrified, or is it still like? No, it's just some. Because Brooklyn is fucking crazy. <gasps> yeah, Brooklyn it's hipster is crazy. Central. I mean, this no, guy but lived there. Yeah, the he's a is, hipster. What, what part? What, <laughs> in Willisburg? I was in, in Bushwick on Knickerbocker. Oh, okay. I don't really know Brooklyn like that. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, neither do I. I try to stay away from Brooklyn. Brooklyn's like serious. <laughs> Brooklyn's serious, bro. It's like tons of like Puerto Ricans. White girls with and fucking like armpit there. hair okay. and shit. Like shops, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, New York is old. Yeah, I remember that. It was like blended hipster versus like the people that were originally there. Okay. So it was like a blended. Yeah. I knew I knew Brooklyn was different when uh my guys, the wave gang, they they go by the woo now. You know what I mean? But they had me in Brownsville projects. Okay. I just remember Brownsville, by the way. Shout out to MOP. Just reading about Brownsville as a kid in double XL. Yeah, they had me in Brownsville projects and when I got there, like when I went to the when I really seen the projects firsthand, that's when I seen like this is totally different from Harlem. This is no way. Harlem ain't got nothing on this. This is different. This is like walking past the police with a bottle of rosé, and they don't say shit. Like this is different. Like they all they care about is shootouts, and they might not even they might not even walk up. They they gonna call for backup. You know, it's it's dark over there. It's different. Yeah, it's like it's different, bro. Yeah, I just I just vividly remember reading. Billy Dan's and uh, Lil Fame talking about how they used to shoot people off. Like, they used to just... Oh, they from the Ville. They're from Brownsville. They yeah, used to just shoot people off the top of their build. Like, sh- they were sh- <laughs> like they were snipers or something. Shouts to MOP. I met them, too. What do you think is the craziest neighborhood in all of New York? Craziest neighborhood in all of New York? In all of New York? That you've been to, maybe. Can't re- that I've been to? Damn. They gonna be mad at me. I can't just say one. Yeah, nah, they, you know... 
No, Brownsville is like the crit to me in New York. Nah, in New York, because see, if I say no, now it's like words, so we ain't gangster like that. Nah, but um, I think Brownsville, honestly, Brownsville is different. It would be some people from East New York that would tell you Brownsville, for real. Brownsville. Yeah, man. Shout out to MOP. Yes, sir. First family zone, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Well, look, your EP is out. Uh, yeah, go get that. I really rap too. Out now on album all on platforms. The way. Yeah, album on the way. But I'm gonna drop another EPC. That's the problem I've been having is like I dropped the upstage. It got a nice response. I lay. I fell back for nah, two you years. Got, you can't fall back no more, bro. Yeah, nah. So I'm not, not playing today. Listen, let me tell you. If I can give you any advice in today's world, bro, just keep dropping nonstop. And you're independent, right? Facts. So just. Dude, run up your independent catalog. Get that nice fucking monthly residual income coming in. Yeah. And run that, bro. Like, take a page out of what, like, Griselda's doing as far as, like, the quantity of music they're dropping. Mm-hmm. And own all of it. You know what would what, what sparked me to do that? Thirty. I had a cold conversation with 38, 38 Special. 38 Special, another example. Just Like, yo, he looked at me like, yo, why you holding on to the music? For sure. Now, <laughs> this, is not, this is not the same era. Right, it's not the era to hold on to music. But see, I, I was and, always and accustomed. Don't overthink your rollout. Don't overthink any of that shit. I was o- I was always accustomed to one album a year. Fuck that's that. how you do it. Drop five albums a year. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm being serious. I'm dropping next month again, November 30th. Perfect. Facts. Just keep going, dog. And like, then you know you'll be like, yo, damn, these monthly fucking. I, 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 what's your distro? Are you doing like TuneCore distro? Um, kid? right now I'm, I'm putting this project out through Video. Shouts to Video. But I got TuneCore. I mess with different. Like I got my brother over at Distro Kid. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. They all just, work pretty much the same. Yeah, I own my ma- I just, I just got my masters back from uh, Warner Brothers for oh, one of my fire. albums. Now I'm trying to get my first album that was number two in the country. Hopefully they give it back to me. Yeah. Koch Records. Oh, E one. Allen, holla at me, called. man. And and y'all owe me some money too. But I'm not gonna make a big deal. Let's work things out. You know. E one is a. Uh, What's the guy's name? Ellie, Ellie, uh, what's the guy? Alan Grumblat. Alan Grumblat. Yeah. Who hey, do? Shout out to Steve Lobel. We'll try to get Steve. Steve's real, real, real close friends with him. I can try to make that happen for you. Yeah, let's do that. Boom. Well, listen, man. We got a freestyle dropping tomorrow. So t- this is Monday. Today's Monday. Tomorrow there'll be a. It's going down. JR Ryder freestyle. Yes, sir. Boom. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Cool. Play the beat in there, hang out while they switch out the set. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 